Hey, you guys, welcome to the Beyond Pretty podcast. I'm your host, Shalene McLeod. This podcast is all about how you can design a life that you are obsessed with. Together, we're going to build a community of women who inspire, empower, and support one another to live our very best lives. Each week, I'm going to share with you tangible tips and tricks to take off the mask and go beyond pretty. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Beyond Pretty Podcast. I am hoping that you listened to the episode last week and you went and you left a review and you hit that subscribe button. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just, I really appreciate the organic growth that we're having here in this community and the ability that we have together collectively to share things that are meaningful and things that are impactful to us with other people in our lives by sharing on social media or simply writing a review is literally everything for this podcast and means so, so much to myself and my family as we continue to grow this. I'm really here because, you know, I think I had to like take a hot second. Um, last week, I, went through a really big loss in our family and my grandma has passed away. Rest in peace. And I I discovered that a lot of what happens in like challenging times or in times where you really you really like are reminded of your existence, right? We can get into our day-to-day we are going through the motions. We're complaining about whatever left, right, and center. We're all up in our head about things that truly at the end of the day, like, we're like, why am I even obsessing about this? Like, why is this a big deal? And we are like caught up in all of that stuff. And then our world is is kind of shaken and we might get rocked by some really upsetting or sad or tragic news. And when we have that you start to you start to see your existence in a different way. And for me, I really started looking at what what impact am I making here? Like what do I what do I really want to contribute to this world? What is the work that I want to be doing now? And not about chasing a paycheck, not about chasing the next big thing, not about chasing the next viral reel, not about chasing any of this stuff. But like at the end of the day, what do I really truly want? And I sat with it. We went away. Actually, we had a trip planned to Nashville um, and it was delayed by a couple of days just with organization of the funeral and all the things happening. And I had a lot of time when I was away to like not have to worry about the kids' schedules, to not, I totally unplugged from work. I just like shut out the world, to be honest with you, for like four days. And I really had a lot of time to sit and reflect about the work that I want to be doing and what I actually want out of this podcast, what it is that I'm doing here. Um, and I, it was just like this moment of realization and, and almost like grounded me again. And I was feeling the lowest of lows at the beginning of the week and the highest of highs, just like immersing myself into country music. That is like the greatest, the greatest feeling I have to say to just go to a concert 
We literally were like front row for, I don't even know how many concerts. And I was just sitting there and it was like, I wasn't worried about the crowd. I wasn't worried about what I looked like. I wasn't worried about people watching me. I didn't care if I was dancing like a fool. I was just like, I was in my element. It was like me and the band and like nothing else mattered in so many moments. And it was like the highest of highs to just have those moments happening for me when we were in Nashville. And to go in one week from the lowest of lows to the highest of highs, I really came home trying to find this like grounding balance. And I even found myself while we were in Nashville, trying to find something that was like going to kind of ground me in the middle of these two things. And the the thing for me that it kind of comes back to is, okay, what is the thing that grounds me and what grounds me is showing up authentically and showing up in a way that brings me joy and creating a life that I'm freaking obsessed with and that I get to wake up to every single day because some people don't. Some people don't. And you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. You never know when there's not going to be a tomorrow for you. You never know that. And I really want to show up in this world as authentically as I can and as much of like me as I can be, but that takes healing and it takes time and it takes being brave enough to show who you truly are and being willing to be vulnerable. And I used to think that like being vulnerable meant like I had to showcase like all my drama and all my, like any fight that I had and, you know, anybody in the world that ever upset me. And I had to like share, share, share absolutely everything that was happening in my life. But I think, I think now what I've come to realize is that like being vulnerable doesn't mean that you have to have problems in your life. It doesn't mean that you have to have tragedy that you've overcome. It doesn't mean that you have to have a hard story. Being vulnerable for me now is like going after what you actually want in life and unapologetically showing up as you are and saying no to things that don't align with your vision. Saying no to friends and family, that's hard. Saying no to people who expect things of you, that's hard. Having people be mad at you, that's hard. Having people have really negative opinions of who you are or what it is you're going after, that's freaking hard. But that's vulnerable because you are doing what you want. You're not doing what everybody else wants. And remember when we started this podcast and we were like, you know what? We're going after lives that we're obsessed with. We are going after lives that we want to create a life by design, a life that we have created by design, not by default. We are not here to check off boxes. We are not here to sit in a box. We are not here to let people shove us back into the box that they want us to stay into because it makes them more comfortable about the person that they are and the insecurities that they have and the roles that they think that we need to have in this society. Vulnerability is being able to show up as you are, as the person that you want to be, doing the things that you freaking love and contributing to this world in a meaningful and impactful way. And I, I know that so many people, I see this so often, like so many moms are like, oh, that's so selfish. I I could never do that. And it's like, let me be clear when you show up vulnerably, when you show up without the mask on, when you show up as you are, you're going to do good in this world. Like 
it's like we have this like weird thing that like women who want to be truly who they are all of a sudden are like selfish human beings and like don't do good work in this world or like don't give two craps about anybody else. It's like, no, 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 back the bus up. We're caring, caring human beings, regardless of your gender. And for the most part, sure, there's some like, there's some exceptions to every rule, but for the most part, people want to do good. People want to be good. People want to contribute in this life. People want to make an impact. People want to inspire and empower and be happy and joyful, right? Like at the end of the day, you're going to do good things, being vulnerable and not just being selfish and like only doing things for yourself, right? So like, let's just be clear on that. But backing this up, I really was sitting and trying to find things that were like, what is the meaning? What is the work that I'm doing? And where am I at with it? You know, is life coaching even impacting anyone? Is this podcast even impacting anyone? Like, what am I doing? And you kind of question everything when you go through these moments. Um, and it was so crazy because I haven't received as many messages in the past couple of days as, as I have like ever. And it's almost like you guys know, it's almost like you knew exactly what I needed to hear. And that's the power of being able to be vulnerable and being able to put yourself out there into the world in whatever capacity you're able to do that. Even just a little bit is like huge, but I had messages from one girl who was like, I just binged your podcast. I listened to the last like five episodes and honestly it was so inspiring and so great. And like, she loved it. And she was like, it's everything. Like, thank you for what you're doing. And I was like, oh my gosh awesome. Thank you. Like I really needed that reminder. And then I had somebody else the other day lean in and they were like, how do you do, how do you have this kind of figured out? Like you have just got it. And it is so inspiring to watch. And I really look up to you and I want to create a life like yours. And I, and I was just like, Whoa, whoa, whoa back the bus up. Like, okay, th- it is impactful. And this podcast is making change. And the work that we are doing here together collectively, like guys, I, I legit show up and share everything I share on here, usually from conversations that we've had. And so you're as much a part of this podcast as it is mine. It is yours because I take everything that you're saying and I find like, I find the evidence in my life. Where has it been true for me? How can I relate to that? How can I not relate to that? How can I share and showcase that it's okay, that it's a me too moment. If you haven't listened to that podcast episode, go listen to the me too moments, right? That's what this is about. And it was in those messages that I really was able to just like ground myself through the highs and the lows of what last week was. And I was able to really just like sit down and be like, I'm, I'm proud of the work that we are doing together and I want to continue to do this work together. And this is where I'm, I'm really truly feel the most inspired. This is where I feel the most fulfilled and the most impact on me personally. Um, but also I know that it's making an impact on your lives too. And so it was just a really great reminder of, being able to like stop for a second and kind of figure out what it is that you actually want. And are you allowing yourself the time to like stop and really think, not just like sit for five minutes and be like, yeah, 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 that's great. Okay. What's for dinner? 
to stop for like an hour and go for a walk or sit in the tub or sit in your backyard or go do something that clears your head? Are you able to really just like ask yourself some challenging questions of like, what do you want? Because I guarantee you, you probably can't even answer that for yourself. I'm going to share in another episode that is coming out soon. And we're going to talk a little bit about, um, what to do when there's nothing to do. Um, and I hope that it's going to be powerful and impactful for you, but it kind of ties into that, right? Like, do you even have a hobby? Do you have any hobbies or are you so busy with mom life and trying to keep your marriage afloat and trying to keep the finances together and trying to keep the household together and like picking up after everybody else's stuff and just trying to get work done and catch up on to-do lists? Like, are you so busy in all of that, that you forgot to chase after your dreams? It's easy to forget. It's so easy to forget. And sometimes we need those moments that are just like going to be those moments that really rock us to help like shake us back to reality, to be like, remember what you wanted. Remember what the vision was. Remember what those goals were. Let's refocus and let's realign and let's reframe everything in our life to make sure that we are staying in our lane to get there. In my grieving process, um, I was shockingly surprised um, to kind of see how much peace I've been in in the past couple of days. Um, and I had mentioned actually to my parents yesterday, we were sitting and we were talking and I mentioned to them, I actually delivered the eulogy at my grandmother's funeral alongside my cousin. And when I delivered the eulogy, I remember everybody coming up to me afterwards and being like, oh my gosh, you were so strong. Like, I don't know how you got through that. It was beautiful. Thank you. It was great to, you know, hear what the grandkids thought of their grandma. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, how did you get through that? Because I, I ultimately didn't like break down a ton. I was able to get through the eulogy was probably like seven, eight minutes long. Um, and I was able to get through the majority of it and help my cousin get through a lot of the pieces that he wasn't able to get through. And I was like, you know what? I, I just, I found that for me, I leading up to speaking and delivering the eulogy, I had to do a lot of work. I was forced to grieve. And I know that that may sound weird and you might think that it comes naturally to a lot of people, but I actually don't think it does. And I was forced. And this is what I meant. I, I really mean by like feeling the lowest of lows. Because I wanted to deliver a beautiful eulogy. And in order to do that, I had to dig really deep into memories from my childhood. I had to dig really deep into, you know, who my nanny was to us and what she did for our family and who she was as a person. And knowing that we weren't going to see her again, knowing that, you know, this is all in memory of and doing that work and getting really, really deep, I had to go through it. There was no way around it. I couldn't avoid the grieving process. And I know that I, I've been able to do that in the past and I've been able to just kind of like skip past it or numb out or avoid it. And it, it kind of like bundles up within you, right? And you just hold on to this pain and you hold on to these questions that you have and you hold on to so many emotions that are never dealt with and they're just sitting within you and you've never dealt with them. 
And I was really forced to have to face them head on. And it was in that process that it it sucked, going to be honest with you guys, going through it. There was moments where I was just like, it's good enough and like be done with it because some of it was really painful. But I also found it just so therapeutic. I found it so therapeutic to have to relive the memories, to have to go through the process, to have to write down my thoughts about who this individual was to me and the impact that she had on not only my life, but also to read what my cousins, we spoke on behalf of the grandkids and to read what my other cousins were saying to us of like, I'd love if you could include this. And it was like, oh my gosh, this woman had such a profound impact on her grandchildren. And That was something that I just found a lot of peace in, but I don't think I would have if I wasn't forced to go through it. And it was a choice, obviously, like no one like was like, you have to deliver the eulogy. It was a choice of mine to speak alongside my cousin, but I say forced in a way of just like, I was almost forcing myself to make sure that I, I, I was living up to the expectation that I had of myself of what I wanted to deliver on her at her funeral. And I want to offer to you guys that maybe you haven't had a massive tragedy or maybe you have, but maybe you've had an event in your life that you've kind of just moved on from that. You kind of, maybe you showed up for the ceremony. Maybe you went through the motions. Maybe you were like there, but you actually haven't dealt with it. And I want to offer that now's the time to deal with it. Now's the time to sit down and write out your thoughts, write everything on paper, get it out, transfer the energy that you are holding, the emotional energy that you are holding within you and transfer that onto paper. It is so therapeutic to get it out of your system and allow your nervous system literally to let go of the pain and the emotion that it's been holding onto because it is holding onto a lot. And one thing at a time, one event at a time, you can go through this process of writing everything out and forcing yourself to feel the emotions that you're going to feel and not avoid them. Don't numb out from them. Don't run away from them. Let them come up naturally. Don't feel bad for having any emotion that might come up for you. Maybe you think you're going to feel sadness and you feel anger. Maybe you think you're going to feel anger, but you feel joy. Maybe you think you're going to have resentment, but all of a sudden you have this like oddly peaceful feeling come about. Whatever it is, I just want to allow, I want you to allow yourself to feel the feeling that comes up, to not judge yourself for what feeling is presented to you, and to allow yourself the ability to work through that and heal forward. And I'm not saying magically, you're just going to like write this down and all of a sudden, like everything's going to be better and life's going to be great. And away we go. This might be a process that that takes you a long time. It might be a process that you have to go through over and over and over again. But I can tell you that in the three days that I sat down and I went through emotions and I built a slideshow for her and I looked through all these memories and these photos and I was creating all these like incredible, incredible things in memory of my grandma. And it was just like, it was so therapeutic that I was like, I need to do this more. I need to do this more, not just when it's like a massive tragedy in my life, but I also need to do this for those things that I'm holding on to that are holding me back and keeping me small, that are, that are keeping me 
from being able to show up vulnerably in this space and in this world and from being able to contribute the way that I want to contribute and do the work that I want to be doing that brings me so much passion and joy, but also that I know brings so many other women so much passion and joy in their life. And that is the thing that was, it just really reminded me. And so I feel like I had this really full circle moment happening and I actually didn't even have that as the topic that I want to talk about today. I came on here and I was actually going to talk about something different, but I just really felt it on my heart to be able to show up for you guys. And hopefully I, I, I feel like someone listening right now needed to hear this. I feel like someone needed to hear that the pain and suffering that you're dealing with right now is not the pain and suffering you're going to deal with always. It's not the pain and suffering that defines you. And the pain and suffering that is being presented right now is a sign of what you're harboring in your heart. And if you're still listening to this, it is your sign that you're strong enough to deal with it and you're strong enough to go through it and avoiding it isn't healing it. Avoiding it is prolonging the healing process. Avoiding the emotion that is required, the de- the discomfort, the like really shitty emotions that are going to come up with anything that you are working through because they suck, let's be honest. Like they don't feel good in any way shape or form. But on the other side of that hard, hard, hard feeling, on the other side of that, there comes a peace, a calm, and grounding. I really feel this like grounding energy from going through everything that we had gone through. And I want to offer that to you today to be able to find that peace and to be able to go through the thing that you're harboring in your heart and that you're holding on to so tightly right now that maybe, just maybe this is your time to let go a little bit and see what's possible if you just allow yourself to go to the place that is so uncomfortable that you're avoiding and allow yourself to know that you have a community and you have support and there are people out there who care about you and who love you and who want to see the best for you and that you are strong enough to go through those emotions. You are strong enough to be able to work through those emotions that feel so uncomfortable and they will dissipate. The emotion will dissipate and you will be able to see through the other side of the storm that just feels like such a heavy downpour right now on your heart and on your mind and on your soul. There is sun behind the clouds. I know it. I know it to be true. And it's there for you if you're willing to weather the storm and if you're willing to go through. I'm sending you so much love and strength. Um, Thank you for listening. And thank you for everyone who sent their love and prayers and messages and just thoughts. You know, I know some of you didn't even send a message, but I know that you were thinking of our family going through what we went through last week. And so from the deepest spot of my heart, I just want to say thank you so much. It means the absolute world to us and to our entire family. You guys are a part of our family and we really just appreciate each and every one of you. So go work through that deep, dark feeling that you've been avoiding. It is, uh, it's pretty freeing rooting for you guys. Bye. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Beyond Pretty podcast. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who are contributing to build this community of incredible like-minded women. Please make sure you tag me on social media, share this with a bestie, and subscribe.